You're listening to the Loose Creatives Podcast. Brought to you by Davy and Matt. Grab your tea and grab your coffee and come chat with us. How do everyone? Hello. I'm David. And I'm Meg. And we're the Loose Creatives Podcast. We are a podcast that explores the creative industries and mental health. And everything in between. Everything in between, all the juicy stuff. <laughs> this week, we will be talking about side hustles and everything in between. We're going to be asking each other a few questions, unraveling that onion, kind of <laughs> <laughs> in our own whimsical manner. Um, but first, as always, how are you? Um, I'm I'm all right actually. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Yeah. Um, feeling sprucey. <laughs> sprucey, I like that. Word. Um, yeah. Is that like spontaneous and Brucey from um, yeah, 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 come dancing? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. I had two weeks off skating, which was because of an injury, which was very sad, and I felt very. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got back uh, yesterday, back skating yesterday, which just picked up my mood mm-hmm. so much. And the weather was lovely. Went out for a few hours, didn't we? Yeah, it was really nice to just like do something that is just fun, like just fun and just not something that's like career based or something that I feel like I have to do. Yeah. Yeah, if you've ever like thought of taking up skateboard, I know a lot of people are like, um, roller skating at the moment it's kind of a big thing take this as your sign to do it because <laughs> it's fun and there's a lot of it's pain we do fun but stuff. yeah it's very fun <laughs> yeah and the rush you get from doing a trick it's there's not a lot that can match it to be honest yeah and you just meet amazing people and i just think it's important that we do stuff that is just fun because we like to do it not because we want to make money from it or because it you know impacts other people just because it's important i think a lot of people have realized that through lockdown like right i've got the opportunity here i'm openly being encouraged to not think about what's next and like let's just find something that i actually really enjoy whether that's drawing little cartoon characters or skating and I, I think that is one positive that's come from all of definitely. this definitely definitely how are you what have you been i'm doing? all right yeah um like <laughs> like I, i'm great i'm great i've been doing a lot of little bits mm. i've the creative um opportunities have started to come up again which is very nice i'm still in that kind of limbo mindset that i was last week mm. though of like i think it's like, it's like apparently it's part of adhd as well but i'm quite an all or nothing kind of person like the fact that i'm getting these little bits is just making me it, it's irrational but it's making me like want it so much more yeah and then that's a confusing one because i'm like on one side of my brain i'm like no and enjoy the fact that you've even got anything just be grateful that you've got some opportunities coming and then the other half of me is like I yeah but why it. can't i do it every day i want it this is what i love i want, I want it to all. Do it all the time i don't yeah. want to sit in my flat playing yeah. video games yeah. and <laughs> endlessly scrolling through indeed 
Yeah, like, like you've been doing for the past year yeah. <laughs> of your life. The care worker jobs I've applied yeah. for, I got poured off. <laughs> so. But I am good and I'm starting to feel uh, a lot more optimistic. And yeah, good. this is really helping. Definitely, like having yeah. this release to not only talk to you, talk to talk about things I really care about, but like start this new little family we've made mm. through the podcast like i appreciate you meg and i appreciate everyone listening it's really bloody helping like but, we said this is like a bit of therapy for us anyway yes, isn't it? it really is <laughs> just talking about important things and, and i'm getting bloody good at talking talk for 40 minutes yeah <laughs> i don't know if that benefits well, you've been doing other else, podcasts but, and stuff haven't you as well like yeah. getting on other people's things and you've said like this has helped just I reckon I'd be boss at doing speeches now. Yeah. I already had Why the confidence. Why didn't you become a motivational speaker? Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that one. No one needs my bloody monotone voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Anyway, shall we anyway, get on to the topic yes, at hand? Let's do it. The side hustle. What is a side hustle? So, what is it? I don't know. I guess to me, a side hustle is a job that well a lot of the time it's performers but a creative has to do to kind of support themselves while they do their passion or because unfortunately a lot of our passions in the creative industries don't pay that well mm-hmm. that to me is what a side hustle mm-hmm. is it can be anything it can be working at tesco it could be flogging socks on depop <laughs> it can it can be anything like yeah and i rate side hustles a lot like mm-hmm. it's it's a necessary evil yeah what absolutely. what is it to you um yeah the same similar really i think a side hustle ha- something that you kind of have to do and like you've said um it's to support yourself to support your family um to support your career as well yeah like because like you say a lot of the time it doesn't pay that well no. or jobs are few and far between mm-hmm. um and i think there is a lot of stigma around it which we were going to talk about yeah um All but right. yeah there's i mean in the past there hasn't been just through like my research having a side hustle is more commonplace now um but there are certain creative careers that tend to have more um, people usually have a side hustle more than other creative careers. Mm-hmm. So like performance based careers, you know, actors, musicians, um, comedians and, you know, writers, people who work. A bit more sporadically. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Who sort of have to rely on other people for their creative jobs. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, like um, people who work in, tech social media graphics um, graphics to a certain extent yeah um people who can work for a company yeah um and can sort of work their way up the company tend to not necessarily work side jobs um as as much as in like yeah. supermarkets sort of because like the, work. The, the, that the career creative path mm. is more of a that old school way and it's like you start at the very bottom mm-hmm. climb up so yeah i can understand yeah, why and that would be and you have way less creative control so exactly you're yeah. getting paid to do a certain job yeah aren't you? exactly so. and there's two sort of different types of create not just two but because obviously everyone's creative career is completely unique to them but from 
what I've seen as sort of the creative career where you work your way up, you work into a company and then go on to work with different companies and build your portfolio with um, a company or, you know, support system. And then there is the creative career where you build your own portfolio through doing lots of different jobs like, you know, photographers or um, artists, people who do fine art or, or, you know, like pottery and stuff. You sort of take on commissions and build your portfolio that way. And those sort of careers tend to need some sort of side job, side hustle, um, you know, a separate income that is more sustainable um, because it's it's hard to sustain yourself when you don't know when your next paycheck's going to be or your next commission's going to be. Of course. And that's when you need that extra little bit of income. Definitely. So that, that leads me on to the next one then. And it's something that I've kind of touched upon on many of episodes. And it's something that hasn't really left my mind <laughs> since I've said it. Why is there no minimum wage for freelancers? Like, obviously, we touched on the fact that if you have a union, they mm. can help you kind of at least uh, demand a certain amount of pay. That doesn't guarantee you get the job because of that. And they might still chuck you off to go get someone who's not on the union. But why... Why is there no security? Yeah, financially. Yeah, it's it's something I I can't let go of it. Yeah, because yes, free the with freelancers and freelancing, I get that you're not going to have a salary, like you're not going to have a constant income because you're not constantly working for a set person or people, but surely want, there should be a threshold of skill and whatever they want to calculate it in where you get paid a certain amount yeah. guaranteed, like a living wage. Like, Absolutely. like if, if you can get a, li- a, a minimum wage in McDonald's, yeah, <laughs> you should be able to get a minimum wage yeah. for being a musician yeah. or an art. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just how would you sort of control that? Because I was looking at the sort of general salary for different like careers yeah um and for like actors and performers it was like 14 grand a year um and then as you work your way up throughout your career it can i think the maximum was like 25 30 grand and it's i mean it's different for different um career paths yeah um but how would you how would would it be like a job by job basis of I guess in my head it'd be so you probably it'd be quite an official work like process mm. uh, and it'd probably cat- be categorized per art field or an art field that's a new term <laughs> you know what I mean yeah no. and you'd say you've got your portfolio already which you probably have as an artist anyway all of the things you need to prove to whatever employer you're you're going to work for as a freelancer to show that you're going to be good enough. Yeah. You present the evidence to the official board of whatever it is. Yeah. You don't have to pay or anything like you do for some of these unions. It's a government sanctioned yeah, it's thing. Your, it's the, like the DWP, like your yeah. pensions office kind of thing. Yeah. And they go, okay, they're, uh, whatever you want to call it, that, that like a professional certificate or yeah. something that basically says, this person has um, passed the threshold of skill required for them to be entitled to so much money. Mm. Not a lot of money, 
not an annual income, not a like so so you couldn't get on this and then be guaranteed a year's wage for like mm. something because you're still going to be doing that freelance work it's still going to be bits and bobs bigger projects smaller projects but you'll get a minimum wage that, like, like 10 pound an hour rate. like yeah, like yeah, the yeah. bloody minimum wage yeah. like we like we're not even guaranteed a min- like enough to pay for our travel a lot of the time yeah yeah and i think that's i think going back in now our industries are opening back up mm-hmm. and, and we have a chance to reform it i think that's one of the things we should change absolutely why do we not have any security yeah it's detrimental to all of our that's mental the health thing, isn't it is that i think that a lot of the time creative careers are seen as like i've said this before like a luxury something that is um not totally necessary for everybody yeah to go and pursue so it's seen as something that like i say is a luxury which is why then we have to take on extra work because it's not people don't see it as a necessity to the economy but it the the, the arts make up seven percent of the uk economy yeah which is the music industry is, is like 40 billion you'll have to fact, you know, fact check that can everyone. you imagine the uk without the arts it's something that we are so proud of and mm-hmm. we have one of the best um like art representation in the world you know and we should be proud of that and i think you know we all know that it should be we should be respected more and we should be paid higher well that's um, the twisted irony of Brit- britain's kind of relationship with art mm. at least in terms of the <laughs> Not not so much the common people's relationship with art, but the the elites of our country. They'll happily sit and ponce about in the art galleries and collect their million dollar paintings, <laughs> yeah. million pound paintings, but they won't vote for us to have a have any financial support mm-hmm. throughout the pandemic. Yeah. They'll literally treat us like we're second class citizens and tell us we need to retrain in cyber. <laughs> we we like you said we we supply a huge chunk of the national gdp mm-hmm. but they won't give us a single penny of it mm-hmm. and i think it's just it's, we're not seen as necessary I've, we're not I've, seen it's as always essential. something that's played on you my know, mind not, not necessary. we're not essential to you know in the same way that um other sectors are mm-hmm. in money wise in a commercial sense but yeah. for morale for creativity for bringing people together it, it's absolutely crucial. You know, you wouldn't mm-hmm. have Netflix, you wouldn't have the cinema, you wouldn't have, wouldn't have music anything. and podcasts and, you know, everything that we can see. You wouldn't have that you sat <laughs> on. You wouldn't have anything. Everything's everything in your room has someone. been designed by someone. Yeah. You know, and that is is so frustrating to feel like you're not valued, like you, your career path is not valued and then you have to find extra work that it can be so degrading and yeah. especially when people don't understand that you are working this job to do the thing that you love there's so many times where i've been at work if you don't know i work in a supermarket and people have said you know been speaking to me and um, asking me about what i do are you a student and i'm like oh no no i'm, I'm actually an actor and I'm not going to sit there and be like, I'm an actor, I'm a podcaster, I'm a writer, I direct, <laughs> I do this, this, and this. I just say I'm an actor. Yeah. And they go, why are you working here then? God, you're so much better than this. I'm like, yeah, I know I am. Mm. I'm fully aware of that. But this is just something that I have to do. And people, 
you know, who aren't within the creative industries really don't understand that. And that can be really frustrating at times, but yeah, we have to support ourselves. And there is a big stigma, I feel like, around being creative and having a second job. And there is like a big stigma around having like a side job, a side hustle. And that's something that people who aren't within the creative industries don't understand. And that can be quite frustrating. Yeah, definitely. The whole stigma in general around side hustles, it's, it's, it's not even just the public and people who aren't creative. Like, mm. I feel like we as creatives push the narrative that having a side hustle is bad. And a lot, a lot of the time it's not malicious. It's, mm. I love this thing. I only want to do this thing. So my brain is going to make this other thing i the side hustle or your job or whatever you're doing to support yourself it's not as good as that therefore yeah. i don't want to do it so it's it's too easy to push a negative thing towards that but we kind of me and meg have been talking about it while planning this episode and we feel as though we should we need to work on removing that stigma mm. because it's such a necessary thing for so many people and Although it'd be lovely not to need a mm-hmm. side job, a lot of us do. And if we're going to keep pushing this thing that it's bad and we shouldn't have it, then it's going to make millions of people feel shit yeah. about the fact that they do have it. Definitely. And like you, you, you deserve to have, every, each of us deserves to have a creative career and that be the only income, the only job that we have. And we, sh- we deserve to be able to support ourselves from that. But unfortunately, we live in a system that, that doesn't allow us to do that which is frustrating but you can work around that and there are different types of side hustles you yeah. know there's like working in a supermarket working in retail um i think for a lot of people working in like bars and clubs is is great because it's so late like social impact like, yeah, yeah social but it's late nights and so they you can work on their creative stuff in the day um things you know for i mean i know mostly obviously from actors point of view things around christmas working in like santa's grottos or doing kids parties yeah. stuff like that you're still being creative and working with people dealing um, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you should have pushed that Haberdashery. one too <laughs> <laughs> gem cutting <laughs> let's keep it legal um <laughs> but yeah there's a lot of um different types of creative careers even um side hustles even like you know i sold stuff on depop for a while to try and make a few pennies that was fun yeah. but it takes up a lot of time that's the only problem um but yeah there's there's so many different things that you can do and some crazy things as well that i've heard um people have done in the past as well um like you know street performances or like standing yeah. out <laughs> like, like the side of um supermarket um, like retail stores stuff like that but yeah. it's you know it's something that you've got to do and i think there's a big um like thing about not getting enough sleep as well because you're working throughout the day working on your creative jobs throughout the day and then in the night or whenever you're you're working your other job yeah it's like having two different sides of your life it's it's, it's a bit mad isn't it like and it's something like we've kind of established so many of us like experience i having like you said the two worlds Mm. And it's something quite unique to a, a career creative. Mm. I think that's the term we're going to coin for this yeah. podcast, the career creative. Yeah. Because 
yeah, like is it is really weird, like having to constantly switch your brain's modes mm-hmm. from what like normal human working normal job to creative. <laughs> 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 it, it, no, you're right. And there's times where I'm at work where like you know I've some like dickhead customer who's been rude to me, and I'm just like. <sighs> you have no idea that i have just spent like i've been up since six o'clock this morning and i've spent the past five hours working on a script and then i've had to come to work and work a 10-hour shift deal with you now i'm dealing with you (laughs) like you have no idea and it's incredibly frustrating but yeah just one thing that i really want to say to people is please don't be ashamed of working at a second job. You are doing something, to, in my opinion, that is so hard. And I mean, I don't want to use the word brave, but to to sort of go against the grain and a little bit and have to, for your own sanity, do something that is creative. If you have to do, you know, work, you know, 20 odd hours a week, or even if it's full time a week, you know, to to support yourself or support a family. There was an actress in the EastEnders um, called uh, Katie Jarvis who was slated for working in B&M. She was on EastEnders and then she left EastEnders um, because, you know, her contract obviously ended. Her life moved on. Yeah, and she has kids. And she this article that I read, I actually can't remember what newspaper, probably The Sun or something. <laughs> one of them yeah but they were slating it they were like you know katie jarvis booted off eastenders um forced to work in b&m and she made a, a comment and just said you know i have life choices that i have to make i have to support my children and there is absolutely no shame in that and she should not be made to feel like she has given up on her career yeah for something that is absolutely crucial for her and her family you know we live in a world where we have to have money yeah and the other thing as well is that I feel like a lot of because we spend so much time focusing on our creative careers training or going to university or whatever the side hustle tends to be quite a low-skilled job because unless it's teaching that's another thing is teaching is a brilliant um side hustle it's a great of course it is it's a great you know substitute teaching or even getting a pgce is a great side hustle to have because yeah. it's if you were doing it part-time you can work all over the country you can teach it you know, the school's literally everywhere so you can teach anywhere um and well, like well like we've said on many of the episodes now like another stigma we're trying to remove is mm. the stigma around teaching because you'll hear people go oh, if you can't act you'll teach if you can't do this you'll teach but what all of those people fail to realize um is that they'd be nowhere they'd be nowhere near the talent if they are talented at whatever the bloody professing they are they would be nowhere near that talent without good teachers Mm, teachers are what makes us whether that's your parent guider like guidance or or literal educational teacher Mm. they are the foundation of all of our information that we, we've learned throughout our life. All of the, I, I, I hate it. Yeah, for sure. I hate that, as well. that it's sensibility. Not, yeah. it's like I, I don't necessarily want up. to teach, but that doesn't mean I wouldn't that I'd ever judge any, te- no. any teacher. Teachers are amazing. Absolutely. And I have been taught by teachers who, the teachers that I've had the absolute pleasure of being taught by, 
have changed me and I wouldn't be at, at the point I am in my life without them. And, yeah. you know, teaching is an, an incredible profession and it can take up a lot of time, but it's also, again, a great profession to have alongside careers that mm-hmm. are sporadic. Well, like, <laughs> think of it this way. If you're, if you're teaching a topic to students, your school or your organisation that you work for, what what other boss is going to understand mm. that more that you by you going out and working in that field is going to benefit you, the teacher, the the school itself, mm-hmm. the students. Like you're never going to get a more um, understanding yeah. boss than Absolutely. than. Well, we you you hope you like yeah, you like to think at least that. you think so. <laughs> like if you if if you're literally teaching, like you're getting first hand experience that you can then give your students. Yeah, right, that's so true. Absolutely, and I think that's another thing with working with having a side hustle is that you can take inspiration from those jobs, which is really nice. Absolutely. And I think that you it's you are getting life experience through those jobs, especially when you have a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because yeah, yeah, yeah. As um, you know, if you are somebody who has a side hustle or has to have a side hustles or side jobs, probably aware that some of them don't last very long yeah yeah. <laughs> because you know and a job comes up and you have to leave or you know you can't get the time off and you have to leave or you get <laughs> sacked because you didn't turn up because you had an audition or a gig or you know i don't know something that's more important than than well one, th- one thing we haven't touched on this like what why i like having a side job is because i haven't got one right now but the reason I want one and I've always enjoyed having a shitty job mm. is because <laughs> especially if it is a bit of a shit one <laughs> like <laughs> if I'm only doing what I like like out doing everything I love mm. it's human nature I'll start to poke holes at it mm. I'll start to get annoyed at certain mm. things and I'll start to do it it's just basic human nature but uh, or say I aren't doing that either and I'm just seeing the people I love. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm only seeing them. I'll start to poke holes mm-hmm. at it. I'll start to find little bits annoying. But when you have a shitty job, all of that energy goes to that shitty job. Yeah. Like, you'll be like, like, I don't, when I've got a shitty job, I'll just be like, oh, fucking hate work. <laughs> yeah. I won't be like, oh, I hate this thing that I love because yeah. I've been doing it too much. And I'd think, I feel like it balances me out. I feel like, yeah, I agree. I feel you know, like I it, it allows me to, and I'm not saying like get a shitty job so you can moan about it all the time. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying, but <laughs> it allows for your brain to kind of go, yes, that's something I can openly be like thingy because I was, <laughs> I was fully aware of the fact that I'm using it as that tool. Like- um, misery into into that job <laughs> so you hate it and then want to leave it's kind of like a fucked thing but like <laughs> no i, I get it know, though like... i get it i think that there's times in in at work where i spend a lot of time like thinking about creative stuff yeah. and it gives me a bit of headspace to like think about the directions that i want to go sometimes a little bit too much headspace yeah, yeah, which yeah, you also yeah. have to be careful with but you know i can like listen to podcast episodes i can listen to um if 
you know, you can listen to stuff while you're at work. That is helpful. Yeah. Or, you know, think about stories that you want to write and get it's inspired by. Writing. Yeah, absolutely. Get inspired by people that you work with or customers that you come into contact with. Situations and you find yourself in. Yeah, you can you can pull a lot of inspiration from it as well at the same time. Can't Definitely. You, I think it's quite nice. I think so. Keeps you grounded, I think, to a certain extent. Yeah. I think sometimes, for me personally, it gives me a kick up the arse to be like, right, <laughs> I don't want to be doing this forever. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes in jobs where there's, you know, you're working with people who love that job and you hate that job, <laughs> it kind of gives me a little bit of, um, I don't really know what the word is, but it makes me realise that it's what a beautiful thing to live in a world with such different kinds of people because when you are at uni and you are surrounded by creative people all the time yeah. who have very similar mindsets to you very similar political bubble. mindsets yeah you get in a bubble but when you work a job like that you realise that not everybody thinks yeah. the same as you not which everyone's is... a quirky <laughs> arty kid yeah. with bohemian beliefs exactly and, and it kind of brings you back down to reality and it's, you're like right okay yeah yeah and you get your first fuck off you bouncy twat yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, fair. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think, um, again, don't be ashamed of your side hustle. Mm -hmm. It's something that a lot of us have to, have to do. Actually, I've got a little statistic. I think it's 63% of, um, so two-thirds of performers. So again, this is specifically performers. Um, this quote is, but people from all different parts of the creative industries have to have side hustles. Um, but almost two thirds of performers, that's sixty three percent, earned less than five thousand pounds from their profession in the last year, and sixty percent had to take second jobs outside of entertainment in order to pay the bills. Mm. I guess that's perfect. Like kind of lead on to the kind of big one. I mm. think in this topic, how do we balance our creative career? and a side hustle mm. because I feel like that's the main struggle mm. that a lot of us have to deal with because the side hustle when you've been there a while say it's a good one it pays well decent hours and that once you've been there a while like the responsibilities pile up mm. the expectations become greater the reliance on you mm. for the company because you're obviously going to get good at the job because you've been there for a while and it's probably a low skill one and you've got better at it the better you are at a job the more the company needs you it's hard to balance isn't it so i've always struggled with it but you've been doing pretty well at it at least from the outside <laughs> at least no well you can tell me if you have or not i'm, I'm an outsider of your life i i don't know but how do you balance it if you do? I think making sure that you sort of sort of what I said at the beginning of the episode a little bit is making sure that you have times downtime and enough downtime. Obviously, the most important things are being creative, pursuing that creative career, doing something that you love and you're passionate about and feeds your soul. And then obviously being able to survive as yeah. an adult in the world pay your bills and do all that boring shit and be able to support yourself they're two very important things but something that i think is equally as important if not more important than both of them is having looking after yourself looking after yeah, your mental health definitely. looking after your physical health um making sure that you are equipped 
equipped with the things that you need to pursue a creative career you know within mental health so for example when you feel absolutely drained knackered exhausted making sure that you give yourself time to recover and rest you can't you can't work in a progressive way or in a in a productive way you know if you are 100% all the time all guns blazing go 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 at no, everything no one can you you need to make sure that you have time to recover from the things that you do in order to give yourself rest time yeah. also doing something fun like skateboarding or something that you know literally get anything get a hobby that isn't yeah. necessarily i mean it can be creative but something that isn't to to make money yeah exactly just something that makes you happy happy just because you enjoy doing it um preferably something outside that's quite nice because it even if it's walking your dog or you're hiking wall climbing something that gets you around people that aren't physical not necessarily something physical but something that gets you around other people i think is nice okay. um, build other relationships that aren't just creative or work relationships one little thing i'd like to kind of talk about before we kind of round it up mm-hmm. being on the dole <laughs> yeah <laughs> like we've talked yeah. a lot about side hustles and things creatives have to do on the side and i'm not i don't want to stay here for a long time mm-hmm. it's a little bit off topic mm-hmm. but being on the dole like i think a lot of us especially over the pandemic have either been furloughed or on the dole i read something i think it was twenty five thousand young people during the pandemic um uh, twenty five thousand more young people now claiming universal credit and it's hard and i just want to have this little bit of the section to (laughs) do a virtual safe (laughs) for all my (laughs) fellow dull dossers <laughs> and fellow fellow hybrids it's bloody mind numbing and d- the u- universal credit are bastards <laughs> and they've fucked me over the whole time so if any of you any of you out there have been experiencing any mental health issues or have had issues with the DWP and all of that. Feel free to get in touch. I'll yeah, chat you to have you a about lot of it. experience. Like with I've, that lot. I've gone through a lot of myself, yeah, and I'm hit, I'm just basically using this part of the podcast to reach out to all of you and check you're all okay. Mm. Yeah, because you, you don't have that. Like like you say, with a side hustle, you sort of have that time to switch off a little bit or yeah. to be around different people. But when you're you know on universal credit or furloughed you don't have especially if like in a situation with us where your partner's working and then you're i mean you are at home all the time all the time on your own if i'm not skating i'm here on my own all the time and it's been it's been really really challenging and it's been very challenging for me to stay creative like this this has helped because it's something new Mm. so it's like exciting Mm -hmm. but music's my main passion and i have still been trying because it is my passion but it's been hard like not having like all of the things we've said today that's why i've i've said them because they really do help like round Mm. us off as humans like to be creative we need to experience things we need to see things we need to do you know what i mean Take like, in it's, it's hard yeah, to yeah. write about things like it doesn't matter how amazing your imagination is i used to i, I used to and still think my imagination's quite good yeah definitely. but when you're not getting 
stimulus from the beautiful things in the world that inspire us all all the time and the conversations and the relationships and the altercations Mm. all of that fuels our mind and it's hard when you just experience the same thing every day it's hard to not write about the same thing every day Mm -hmm. and i've i mean i've seen in like writers groups and stuff like that writing about the pandemic it's like i don't want to write about the pandemic i don't want this to be a thing anymore i don't want it to be in my work as well yeah i I wrote about five things about it and then i was like i need to stop but then i struggled after that because that was all that i've experienced but anyway do my gloom over (laughs) i'm here for you if you need it send us a message don't stay silent don't stay on your own talk to people and we'll get through this yes so just to finish this off i've got this quite a lovely quote from tamarin um who is an indie artist um, just about side jobs, side hustles. It's really good. It's quite nice as well. Um, there's a self-shaming perspective I've seen in a lot of my peers and that we feel like there's a failure of an artist if they have another job. I feel the opposite way about it. I think you're more of a failure if all you do is play in a band for the rest of your life. Honestly, what's a lim- what a limited view of reality. I found that the discipline and schedule of having a job only helps the creative phases of my life. It's like working out. It fuels my day and gives you more energy. Oh, and I think that's a poetic way of I saying everything have, we've said, isn't it? Absolutely. And I think it's important to say that if you can find a side hustle that you feel fulfilled by... You're winning. You're winning. You're absolutely winning. And it doesn't have to be creative. No, you know, let's it start removing this sort of idea that you have to have one career path and that's all that you can have for the rest of your it's life. It's not healthy. You can have several throughout your life and you can have several at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't have to I'm not saying that you don't have a, a main focus, but I think Life isn't as linear as we all Absolutely. trick ourselves into thinking Absolutely. it is. Absolutely, and you, to put yourself into a category of I'm an actor, I'm a painter, I'm, I'm a poet, I'm this is is quite limiting. And do what makes your heart sing, not what people tell you you should do. Definitely, you know, I, I like think it's I, important. What makes what, your heart sing? Yeah, like what makes you truly happy? And they can be two completely separate things. You know, if you mm-hmm. enjoy working at a fucking supermarket, do it. Go and work at a supermarket if that is something you, you enjoy stop them doing. Shall boo yeah (laughs) as long as you're happy do it and if you're not happy change it if you can i don't think there's a better note to spring the most anticipated time of the episode (laughs) you know what time it is Top picks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, to any new listeners out there, top picks is the part of the podcast where me and Meg, maybe our guests if they're here, pick something that we love. That can be anything, whether that's another podcast, a film, a book, and we proclaim our love for that <laughs> thing. Tell you why we love it and. Yeah, it's just a nice little part of the podcast yep. where we share something we like. Absolutely. So do you want to go first? Yes, mine is another podcast, actually. It's called The 98%. The 98%. And this is uh, with Alexa Morden and Katie Ellen Salt. And it is an incredible podcast for actors. 
um, and performers in general, I suppose, um, but mostly actors. Um, and they are two actors themselves, and they're kind of just similar to what we do, I suppose, but just within the acting world. And one um, episode that really stood out for me was talking about side jobs, and that's sort of where the inspiration for this episode came from. So thank you um, to that 80% for the inspiration <laughs> for this. Um, but yeah, it's. I started listening to it when I was at a bit of a down point. It was sort of during the beginning of, of the pandemic and was feeling kind of crap and like I was never going to work again. Um, and it just really inspired me and uplifted me. I'm not sure if it's still running, but there's loads of episodes there for you to listen to. Um, and yeah, super inspirational. They talk about loads of different things. Um within the acting world mental health like i say side jobs auditions um yeah loads yeah, of stuff sounds and it's brilliant good. and i definitely highly highly recommend it yeah get listening to it everyone mm-hmm. um i guess that leaves me and my top book <laughs> i always get awkward when i get to the yeah, stage it's a bit i don't know why <laughs> it's because i'm sharing something i love and i don't want everyone to part think of I'm your weird. soul um this week i'm going to be um promoting a youtuber that i like um a fellow um <laughs> erraticism person erraticism i, don't know, I was meant to say erratic I like but i kind of like erraticism, erraticism. Um, <laughs> yeah he's called um luke mom no computer and he's this english dude that's got wacky hair and <laughs> he's basically like somehow makes nerding out to musical hardware like fun yeah even i like it and i've like, like gotten he no builds like knowledge. these crazy things like he, he like one tiny aspect of it is like actually teaching other people how to make synths and stuff but then he makes like flame foot flame thrower thrower is that Throw it, it. F- flame thrower am i saying that right th- th- whatever um, organ Furby organs yeah. and like he made like this 100 oscillator synth with um Game Boy advances and stuff he, he like he mixes wacky with factual really yeah. well yeah it's and funny. if you're into kind of DIY YouTubes and um things where like people make wacky things I'd highly suggest it it's mm-hmm. quite entertaining and like mm-hmm. you said just even to non-music people he's he's very quirky and I think he deserves a bit of love. He's not mm-hmm. that big. He's not small, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he's not big. He's not small. He's just and right in the, the middle. for the second time in a bloody row, <laughs> what are we going to do? Um, we're going to promote the bloody podcast. That's <laughs> okay. what we're going to do. <laughs> Find us on Instagram at Loose Creatives Podcast. You can email us, loosecreativespodcast at gmail.com. We're not on Twitter because I forgot how to use it. And I but, haven't used it since I was 13. Yeah. <laughs> but please feel free to message us, email us with anything you want to chat to us about, anything that we've talked about in the podcast. We've le- we've left links below um, for any mental health um, things that and you might need picks. and our topics as well if you want to access those um, if you have any ideas for topics that you would like us to discuss people you would like to hear from um, we've got some guests please get in touch lined with up us. but yeah please get in touch with us and please. if you wouldn't mind please share the podcast where you can leave a review like the post us. 
do all that good. We're going to keep begging till you do it, so you yeah. might as well do it. <laughs> We're really enjoying making this podcast, and we really hope you guys are too. Um, if there's any f- feedback you'd like to give us, anything that you think we could change, yeah. or you know, anything. There's like a small really. part of me that didn't think we'd get to this many episodes. So like now we're actually in it. I really care about yeah. it. And I yeah, that's the end of the episode. Thank you so much once again for and we'll joining see us. See you next week. See you next week. Love you, bye. Bye.